introverted noise. Hurry up, Daddy. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the One A Day Draft series. I am your host, Jason Brown. You can find me on Twitter at BrownJason. And if we're talking skill positions, we're talking men running around on the outside, the athletes, the people with, you know, exceptional hand-eye coordination, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. If those are the groups we're talking about, then we're talking to Miles Gorham. Miles, my man, how you doing? How you been? I'm good. I'm good. Just, you know, I'm excited to talk about uh, the, this crop of, of of draft safeties this year. I'm not sure I believe you right now, Miles. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm serious. I, I am. I think uh, when I originally like started diving into the class, I wasn't. I was a little underwhelmed, but the more I kept watching, and the more I, you know, I, I dove into it, the the more impressed I was. At first, I was kind of worried that there wasn't going to be too many guys. Uh, that that would really be impact players, but there's there's quite a bit of players in this class that uh, that are that are that are that are some good prospects. All right. Well, with that said, with that uh, stage set, we're going to jump right into it. And obviously, the first thing we need to do here is that you know there's a lot to look at. Safety is a position that uh, can be difficult, like uh, to to really project because there's so many different ways of safety can be deployed in college. So really figuring out how the skill set is going to tra- to transition from the college game to the pro game is one that can be a very difficult thing to do. Miles, when you are looking at safeties, how are you making that assessment? And I guess another question is how do you differentiate or value maybe the box safety versus the center fielder type of safety? Yeah, I really think it's, I mean, <laughs> for one, I mean, we could start, it's the, the willingness to kind of, to, to work in space, work in the, work in the box. And the ability to shed blocks, um, make make tackles going downhill against uh, running backs, and and be, and being able to kind of mix it up with a, a tight end or a, even a, an offensive lineman if you have to. I mean, you don't expect the safety to go head to head with an offensive lineman, but the ability to kind of work around them and uh, and and find ways to make making tackles and making plays around the line of scrimmage, I think is a big one. And then um, com- compare that to guys up top. Uh, those guys are the ones that kind of they don't have to be as versatile um, against the run but I mean you'd, you'd, you'd ideally like your safeties to be versatile and be able to do um, to be able to work in the box and up top but if you're looking strictly at an up to, up the top type of safety uh, you want those guys to be able to read and react extremely well um, to be able to run sideline to sideline and to uh, be kind of ball hawks guys that that find the ball have a nose for the ball that Great turnovers in the passing game, and uh, and they're uh, and they're the kind of guys that that don't get beat down beat downfield. All right, so Miles, day one, because you said when you started off, you didn't really love this class all that much. Does that I guess help me understand? Is it a top heavy class? Is it a class with good depth? As we get into things, day one, were there a lot of names that you like, or is this one that we're gonna have to wait till we get later in the draft before you really get excited about what's going on? Yeah, and I think I've said this a few times now. This safety class and this like I feel like this draft this year is so middle heavy. Is like guys rounds two through four to five. There's just so much talent in that range, and I feel like safety's not uh, isn't any different. I'd, I'd kind of cons- I'd kind of put it in a similar tone as the as wide receiver. You have you have a few guys that people are really intrigued by, 
that have a lot of high upside, but I don't think you have really a true consensus first round player. Uh, I, I won't be surprised if a guy or two goes in the first round, but I don't know if I'd personally take one. I think if there would be one guy, um, I think for me it'd be Darnell Savage from Maryland. Uh, he's my he's my favorite player in terms of sa- safety in this class. Um, he's a little bit undersized, um, a little a little under five eleven, but um, he's twitchy. He's and he makes and he makes plays all over the field. He's kind of like what I talked about earlier. He has that ability to play in the box, even for for being a little bit smaller, and he's got the ability and the speed to to play up top. Um, as well as kind of match up in the in the slot if you need him to, and work against uh, safety or not safety to work against tight ends and and slot slot receivers. So he he's got the ability to do a little bit of everything, and I love his motor. He's just the kind of he's just the kind of guy that's got a nose for uh, for the ball and finding and finding the ball carry and uh, making sure that they don't they don't make plays. And all right, so so is that a, is that a Strong endorsement for day one, or is that a top of day two? Where are we going with this one? I, so I'd probably put him back back round one, uh, back day one, like early round two. So kind of in that like pick 25 to like let's say 35 range. Okay, so that's day one. That's day yeah, one, and that's I, it for day one. I would, I would consider him a day, one, a day one player, and I would not be surprised at all if he went there. Um, but I could also see just because of the position um, him maybe uh, falling just a little bit down to day two, but yeah, I would put him in day one. I have no issue with it at all. Okay. Okay. Well, like you've been saying, this is a really day two is when things get interesting in this draft. So uh, as we get into day two, who do you like? Yeah. And I'm, I'm not putting these into any specific order, just kind of going through guys of names that I like on day two. Um, Amani hooker from Iowa. So he is a, he's a Minnesota native. So um, I'm sure, I know uh, I'm sure Vikings fans and, and people around the twin cities area are, are pretty familiar uh, his days at uh, I think he went to Park Center High School uh, here in the Twin Cities, but uh, he's a good player, and I th- I think he's kind of transformed himself um, at Iowa to become to become a play playmaker and to kind of put himself in a position to to get drafted on day two. Uh, I think it took him a little bit to kind of get his his feet wet and I think to to kind of understand the game, but he became a two year starter, kind of forced his way into the field as a sophomore. Uh, because uh, I think they had some guys in place that uh, I think someone got hurt and he was able to come in and it really got him an opportunity to really uh, stay on the field. They, I think they had a hard time taking him out the field once the, the player that he, he went in for who was hurt, I think they had a really hard time taking him off the field. Uh, you know, he's a versatile guy. Like I said, he can play both high and in the box, six interceptions in two years, and he's twitchy. He's not afraid to get in there and mix it up with guys either. So I really like Imani Hooker from Iowa. Um, I'd say another guy, Taylor Rapp, uh, he's a guy that he's definitely a box safety for me. Uh, didn't really run or jump very well. Um, but he's the kind of guy that, um, that can work well in the box and kind of be your, uh, your strong safety that rolls down and, uh, can, can cover safeties or, ah, I keep saying that I'm used to, I'm used to talking about offense. He's the kind of guy that can cover tight ends. I think extremely well. Um, he's really, um, he's really his agility. He's really good. Uh, he tested extremely well with it and with the agility, and it shows on tape. Um, he's the kind of guy that that gets in there, and mixes it against the run. Uh, he quite a bit of tackles for loss. Uh, he's a playmaker, and uh, he 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 goes down goes downfield pretty hard. And he's a he's the kind of guy that you don't want to match up one on one with. Uh, the next one for me would Chardner, Chauncey Gardner Johnson from Florida. He's more of that you know play. He can kind of play nickel or play and and play high. 
Uh, even for a size, does a really good job of challenging against bigger tight ends. I do think he has a little bit of work to do in man coverage, but I think the skill set is there. But I just think there's some of that uh, fine, the the fine nuancing and uh, tweaking that he could he can work work on. That uh, I think some coaching could really uh, help him out a lot. Uh, Nasir Adderley from Delaware, um, he's the kind of kind of guy that I I kind of love the, the kind of prospect he is because he he's played corner um, as well as safety. So you you know that there's some of that uh, that ability to to flip your hips and and kind of work in a um, in tight coverage if you need to and um, so I think his ability to uh, to work against tight ends would be uh, would should should really translate well for him. Uh, I think he's a really good player. So um, didn't test as well as I kind of thought he would have based off his film, but uh, yeah, I I think he's a good. I, I I think based off the film, he's a good athlete, um, and he's he kind of just was all over the field for Delaware. Um, I do think he needs a little bit of work um, in in recognition when he's filling lanes against the run, but. Uh, I think that's something if, you know, that, that, that's not something that's not coachable. Um, another guy for me, Jonathan Abrams from Mississippi state. He's that like tone setter. I don't think he, um, he's not Jamal Adams in terms of the, the kind of prospect he is, but I think there's that, um, that hard hitting hard nose type of player. That's I think there's that kind of competitiveness. I think that that's similar. I just don't think he's quite as, um, quite as athletic as, uh, as a guy like Jamal Adams or an overall um, athlete as Jamal Adams was coming out of college. But I think he's that tone setter. He's that thumper who goes in and plays like a linebacker, but, but has the ability to run like he's a, like a, like a cornerback. Uh, so I, I really like him a lot. De- definitely more of a box safety. Uh, and I really see him kind of being that, uh, that guy that could be a, <clears throat> that, that uh, number one strong safety for a team. Uh, and then Deontay Thompson from Alabama. He's really taken a big hit this offseason. I think going into the um, pre-draft process, I think people had Deontay Thompson as a, as the, arguably the best safety in the in the class. And the more you kind of dive into things, and the more uh, he he didn't really get to test at the combine because of his uh, I think he had a, as a wrist injury uh, he might have had. But uh, he's really skinny, uh, really small guy. Uh, he's definitely more of that free safety playing up top, not really a box safety at all, not really the kind of guy that you'd ask to come in and fill against the run. So that kind of, I think that'll hurt him because because he is so undersized and uh, his willingness sometimes to go fill in the run isn't isn't quite there. But uh, he he's a really good center fielder. He's that kind of guy that you want roaming up top and, and kind of making plays sideline to sideline in that capacity more than you'd want him to, uh, to play in the box. Um, and then my last guy, would be Juan Thornhill from Virginia. I just think he's a good player. Um, <clears throat> I think there's a little bit of um, uh, work that he needs to do, but I, nothing that I think is uncoachable. And uh, <clears throat> that's really all I have for for day two, I'd say, right now. All right. Well, uh, yeah, you were a man of your word there. That day two, uh, yeah, rounds two and three, looks like the place that you really want to go if you're looking for a safety in this class. Well, uh yeah, you did a lot of work there on day two. Uh, do you leave anyone for for day three? Anybody left that you like? <laughs> uh, a few guys. Uh, Marquise Blair from Utah, Shel- Sheldrick Redwine from Miami, Luca Lucas Dennis from Boston College, and Kerry Willis from Michigan State. I kind of I really like uh, Kerry Willis from Michigan State. Um, I think he didn't get enough credit for uh, for kind of uh, what he's able to do at Michigan State. Uh, tested pretty decent, but I think. 
with some of these guys, I just think the biggest issue is some of their size. I mean, uh, he's not even 5'11". Kerry Willis isn't 5'11". He's little, just a, a shade under that. But he's he's 213, so I think that's extremely helpful. Um, <clears throat> but you see some of these guys, like their his like arm length and wingspan isn't very long at all. Uh, ran in the four or fives, which isn't isn't bad for a guy that you um, <clears throat> that's playing safety and not really asking him to do too much of a uh, running downfield one on one downfield. But uh, I think he's a good player. I think he's the kind of guy that could come in and contribute on special teams and and help a team help a team out a lot early on. And then maybe eventually, you know, in year two or three, work his way into the field. Well, there we go. There yeah, we have yeah. it. Like I said, uh, pretty good overall safety class. I think it's deep, but I think if if you're a team that needs that needs safety help, uh, day two is definitely the time to get it done, in my opinion. Yeah. So basically, in this class, the way you're looking at it, there's some decent depth, but if you don't get that pick done by the end of Friday night, you're probably better off waiting until next year. I, I I would say so. I mean, unless you're um, you want a guy like Kerry Willis, I think he could be someone that uh, that could come in and help uh, Marquise Blair too. But uh, yeah, overall, I think I'd, I'd say you'd probably want to spend a, a day two pick to make sure you you kind of get your guy. Well, boom! There it is. There we go. Uh, another position done. We have one more to go before we have some other things coming for you here this week of the draft and uh. Miles, I think you 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 finally finished it. You've run your marathon. You've finished the race. You've knocked out all the positions you're responsible for. So, uh, yeah, that's it. That's all. Won't be talking to you on here for a little bit, but uh, probably be talking to you again tomorrow. Yeah, can't wait for the the draft to get here, man. <laughs> all right, man. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Well, thank you for coming on, listeners. Thanks for sticking with us, and uh, yeah, we'll be uh, in touch with you soon with another one of these dropping tomorrow. Have a good one. 